Business Matters in association with the Faculty of Business at ATU Donegal. The part-time Level 8 Honours degree in business is delivered through a mix of online and face-to-face lectures. Email execedbusiness at lyit.ie. That's E-X-E-C-E-D business at lyit.ie or call 9186206. I'm Kieran O'Donnell. You're welcome to Business Matters. Later in the programme, we'll be talking to the Letterkenny Chamber of Commerce President, Christine Reynolds, about the 2022 Business Awards. My first guest this week is Business Development Manager with Bibby Financial Services for the West, Midlands, Northern Ireland and the North West, Carmel Munro. Carmel worked with Ulster Bank in the North West for over 30 years and is enjoying her new role with Bibby, which she took up back in March. A lot of people will know me. I've been in financial services. I worked with Ulster Bank for over 31 years based here in the North West. Um, so my passion is working in SME sector. I, I've, I've always loved SME sectors. So I left Ulster Bank at the end of December and I joined Bibby Financial Services in March 2022. I suppose the reason I went to Bibby is that they absolutely share my passion for SMEs to grow. Um, Bibby will always look for ways to say yes to their clients and their goals and objectives are delivering um, cost, delivering lending to the SME cohort. As you said, I cover the Northwest, West, Midlands and Northern Ireland. Um, Bibby operate a relationship-based model with their clients and their customers and the customers are the epicenter of everything we do. So this was really, what's different about Bibby? We want people, we want to understand their business. We want to work with the relationship that we speak and understand your business. Relationship building. We want to connect with our prospects and our clients and understand the business and provide them with a bespoke offering that works for them uniquely. Um, so that's really my, my current role is a little bit about Bibby. Bibby is part of Bibby Financial Services Group, who provides services to over 10,000 businesses across 14 countries. We're in Ireland since 2006. 20 employees based in Sandyford in Dublin. So that's a little bit about the company and where I am now. What are the main challenges facing SMEs at the moment, Carol? At the moment, look, there, there's, there's a number of challenges facing SMEs, I suppose. There are 250,000 SMEs in Ireland. That accounts for 70% of our employment. This is a huge portion of families and, and people that are reliant on the success and sustainability of SMEs. So I suppose... SMEs, the heartbeat of our economy, and no surprise, cash flow and access to cash is the heartbeat of every SME. So current pressures, I suppose government supports have ceased. That cushion is gone. So the remnants of the pandemic still remain, um, which is a, is a challenge and will be a challenge for SMEs. Part of that is tax warehousing, and actually that is something Bibby can look at. Another big challenge is the, the exit of banks. Ulster is exiting, KBC is exiting. And for SMEs, you've built a relationship with your client manager, your relationship manager for years. You're used to how that bank operates. That's a challenge. Digitalization has become quite a big part of banking at the moment. And that's very, very positive. But it also imposes challenges for relationship building and for some SMEs. Rise in energy costs, that, that's a huge challenge. Supply chain, you know, and all that's going on in the world at the moment between the war in Ukraine. In this part of the country, Brexit is, is a big challenge for a lot of our SMEs. And I suppose while we're talking about Brexit, I actually cover Northern Ireland as well. So Bibi can provide funding to both Irish companies, ROI, and Northern Ireland. In both two restrictions, that's quite unique because you'll find that in, in the traditional banking sectors that that's not available. So that, that I would see that as the biggest challenges so far currently to businesses at the moment. And what attracted you to get into the SME sector? 
I have a huge, a huge passion for SME sectors and clients I've dealt with in the past will know that. Um, I think it's, you see, you see businesses start from startups and you'll ask for their, where do they aspire to be? And everybody has a different vision for their business. So it's, it's to grow that vision with those clients, to walk with them through the relationship and the lifetime of their business and see it succeed. Uh, you mentioned the, the pandemic and you mentioned Brexit. Are businesses getting to a stage where they're overcoming both of those challenges now? I don't think so, Kieran. I, and I, I don't mean to be negative because it's not in my nature, but I think really the, the fallout of those is it's, it's very evident at the moment. But I, I do feel unless businesses prepare, look ahead, look at succession, plan for the next three years in their businesses, you know, I, I think there is still work to be done in that space for businesses to, to get through that. Government supports have been really, 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 really good for businesses, but they're not standing alone and, and they need to prepare, particularly in cash flow, for that. Brexit is, is, will be a challenge, and it's still a challenge. But again, as I say, in our discipline, we can provide services and we can provide funding in the Republic and in Northern Ireland for clients. Can you talk to me uh, a bit about the changes that are uh, currently ongoing in the financial services world here in Ireland? I can. You know, I go back a long time when it was all about knowing your customer and you, you lent, you, you, you give funding to that individual. It, it has moved substantially from there. Digitalization has become a big part of it. With that, there's a lot of positives with that. People like sleek online systems. But for a lot of businesses to grow the relationship, to get to know about a business, you need to be on site. You know, you, you have people who have generations of businesses who have been impacted by COVID and by Brexit. And, and might have had the last couple of years that have been a challenge for them. But at this point, they need help, they need assistance. So I think relationships, while over the years through traditional banking, they've moved away from one-to-one relationships, that's very, very important for businesses to succeed. And as I say again, that's what we do at the moment. That's what we, we intend to do, that. that's how we operate. So, so that is a huge challenge and moving with the digitalization process. Do you miss uh, your previous role uh, and your previous job? I love what I do. I love, I've always loved what I do. I love what I'm doing at the moment. I, the company is a fantastic culture. And what's pivotal for me is it's the client, it's the, it's the epicenter of what baby want to do. They, they're working in all of the areas and the disciplines I like to work in, as in relationships, building relationships, being able to say yes to a client, being able to work a bespoke offering that is right and, and, and works for, for an SME, and they want to see the SMEs grow. So I, I, I had a fantastic career with Ulster Bank, um, but I, I'm, I'm really enjoying my current role, and I'm really excited about the future with Bibby. Carol, invoice financing is a feature that Bibby Financial Services uh, pay a lot of attention to. Can you talk to me a wee bit about that? Okay. Well, just invoice finance, is, is it's an umbrella term, really, for invoice discounting and factoring. Invoice discounting is for growing, scaling businesses. Factoring is a very similar product, but the credit control will remain with the invoice finance company. So what is it? A lot of businesses have never heard of invoice finance. But basically, if you have a business that deals business to business, you offer customers credit terms, 30, 60, 90 days, and you wait to get paid, we'll unlock that cash for you from that invoice and we'll pay you the very next day. We're open to a myriad of sectors. Um, and in Bibby, we take a view on the client's debtor book. We put a value on the hard work that you've put into the business. We look at the debtor book. We look at the client base that you've built up. And we'll do an assessment at any given time on the invoices issued and how much cash we can unlock. Um, so then when we've done the initial assessment, we'll arrange a credit limit for you. 
And once you've your job complete, you've given your goods to, to, the, to your clients, you issue that invoice to them, you give us a copy of the invoice, and the following day we will release 80% of that invoice to you. When your client pays you, you pay Bibby, we release back the remaining 20%. We don't dictate how you spend the cash, so you can pay creditors, business expansion. A lot of, of, of companies are looking at management buyouts now, so we, we invoice discounting works for that. You can stockpile cash, or you can take advantage of buying materials at favourable rates if that's what you wish to do. At the end of the day, you're simply unlocking the cash from your invoice early. I think one very important feature to mention about it is, and particularly in the current environment we're in, some businesses will have had challenges on their, say, if you're going for an overdraft or streamlined financial accounts. We don't look at that. We look at current, your debtor book, what's available now and where your business is going. So, so, so that, that's a good feature of it. So I say to make sure the product is right for you, I will go and meet you. We will do an assessment of your data book, of your business. We'll discuss your future. And once we're both happy and, and you're happy to come on board, the onboarding process is quite simple and quite quickly. You can go from discussion with me to cash in a five to six weeks period. Once you're on board with us, you'll have your own relationship manager. You'll have constant one-to-one support. And, of course, I'm always available and on the ground as well. There's also an online, as I speak about, digital platform, but you can upload your invoices, see your availability. Everything is available on it. So that's a whistle-stop tour of what invoice finance is. Has the whole area of banking been made simpler now? That's one of the positives of digitalization. Yes, it has. There is is streamlined processes for you to make traditional online loan applications and decisioning, depending on the volumes and the amounts that you're looking for. So for the smaller ticket stuff, absolutely, it certainly has. Um, You know, you can do everything probably from the comfort of your own home. So so that that definitely is is a simple process. But if you take yourself back to the business-to-business piece, you know, every business is different. One size does not fit all. So an online platform to fill up an application for a loan won't fit every business. That's why it's important that you go out, you do the assessment, and that your your, your product offering is bespoke, unique to that business. What's the best lesson you've learned uh, in your career to date, Carmel? I suppose the best lesson I've learned, and if I was to give, if I was to give any tips to, to businesses, you know, as, as to, to what to do or what to keep an eye out for or, you know, how, how, to, how, how to make their businesses a bit more slicker, I would say look at your, at your credit control, look at your cash flow, look at how do you operate your credit, credit control. Traditional rural Ireland, you know, we're famous for saying, oh, Johnny will pay me down the road. But currently, Johnny's possibly have the same challenge as you're having. So sit back and look at your credit control. How efficient is it? If you've always given 30, 60, 30 days, say, and a client is now 40, 50 days, look back on the impact that has had on your business and look back on the future impact that it's going to have on your business. I would say look ahead. Look at succession. Whether your, whether your five-year plan is to grow your business into something much bigger than what it is, to scale up, or whether it's to retire, you need to have a five-year plan in place. Set goals and objectives that you can achieve that. And look for the pinch points along that journey. And when I say pinch points, I look, I, I say if, if you're a seasonal business and you're only getting paid for five, six, seven months of the year, that's going to be in cash flow. If your five-year plan is to expand, you're going to spend two years in research and development, that's going to hit your cash flow. Then plan for that now. And again, we can help you mitigate for that and we, we can help you along that journey to make sure that you're cash rich for the duration of, of, your, of, of, of your five-year plan. So I would say think ahead, cash is king, 
have very slick credit control processes in place. And if, if my one bit of advice to, to any business is, if you find that things aren't working the way you anticipated, talk to somebody, get help. There are plenty of solutions and alternatives out there. Are business people reluctant sometimes maybe to, to seek help or seek advice when they need it most? I think they are, and I think that's a lesson that we all have learned, and particularly through the crash. Businesses, you know, were, were slow to come forward. And again, from my time in finance at that stage, I would say if there is a problem, deal with it, come up front, talk about it, and engage. Engagement is huge. I think possibly over the last number of years with COVID, etc., dynamics have changed and the way people do business has changed. But people are slow and, and in their own mind, they think it's going to get better tomorrow. But nip it in the bud because there are ways of fixing it. So, so, so that, that really is what I would say. Carol, you must have come across uh, a lot of successful business stories during your career. I have. I've come across an awful lot of successful business stories and I suppose that's, that's the heartbeat of what we do and why I enjoy doing it so much. Um, you know, as to see a business grow, and, and every business has peaks and troughs, and every business has challenges. But I've, I've seen a number of, of businesses that have come from startup that have become really successful businesses. That I, one particular business that that's one individual on their own started started really with very very little. We supported them throughout their journey. Again, invoice finance is something this particular business could be supported with, but that business now employs twenty five people. And the, the, you know, the, the, the business owner is the same person they were day one, a lot of, of, of learnings along the way. But to see that, to see what it's doing for the economy, what it's doing locally, fantastic success. And, and several of them in Donegal, an awful lot of them in Donegal. I don't think we, I don't think we shout them out enough, but, but there's, there's huge successful business stories in this county that we should be very, very proud of. Carmel, if you weren't in the banking sector, what would you be doing now with your life? Ideally, I would be living in a house with an awful lot of dogs. I love dogs. Um, I live in Rathmullen, County Donegal. I, I, I love where I live. I love um, the beach and I, I love the community. So saying that, I love my role in, in Bivy Financial Services and it, it's what makes me tick, it's what makes me buzz. But in a number of years' time, I suppose, spending time on the beach with my dogs and my family, I think that's what's important for me. And finally, Carmel, what lies ahead for yourself and the position you're in at the minute? Well, I'm in this role since March 2022, so I'm looking forward to the future with Bibby. I suppose I really believe that the products and services and the belief that Bibby have in SMEs and in the, in the individuals behind every business, we can really make a difference to the future and success of the 250,000 SMEs in this country. I suppose to give you a flavour, I asked for feedback from a client recently who summed up the products and services and I said, tell me, what is it about Bibby and what is it about the product you have? Be honest with me, tell me the truth. And he said, Carmel, it's life-saving. We would not be in this business today or grown the business to what it is without Bibby. So that makes everything worthwhile. And just, I suppose, if anybody does want to get in touch with us, our website is bibbyfinancialservices.com and there is a um, contact directly on that page my email, it's carmel.mulro at bibbyfinancialservices.com. I'd be delighted to speak to anybody or if there's any questions, queries or anything at all I can help you with, I'm always on the ground to do that. Carmel Munro, Business Development Manager with Bibby Financial Services. Thanks for taking the time today to talk to us on Business Matters. Kieran, it's been my absolute pleasure to join you this afternoon. Thank you very much for having me. Join us after the break when we'll be talking all things business awards with Lydia Kenny Chamber of Commerce President, Christine Reynolds. 
Business Matters in association with the Faculty of Business at ATU Donegal. The part-time Level 8 Honours degree in business is delivered through a mix of online and face-to-face lectures. Email execedbusiness at lyit.ie. That's E-X-E-C-E-D business at lyit.ie or call 9186206. You're welcome back. The deadline for entries and nominations for the 2022 Letterkenny Chamber of Commerce Business Awards is Saturday, August the 20th. I caught up with Letterkenny Chamber of Commerce President Christine Reynolds to discuss this year's awards, which will be presented at a gala ball on Friday, November the 11th in the Mount Ericle Hotel. Christine, you're very welcome to Business Matters. Thanks, Kieran. Thanks for having me on again. Christine, nominations for the Business Awards for Letterkenny 2020 opened back in July and the closing date is Saturday, August the 20th. How has interest been in this year's awards? Yeah, interest in this year's awards has been good, Kieran. I suppose it's always slow to get started. So we launched the awards back in, I think it was the start of July that we launched them. And we did a launch on Highland Radio with yourselves. And then every day we, we uh, put up another award on social media and kind of talk a little bit about it and mention our sponsors as well. So we've gone through all of that. All of the awards are up there for everybody to see. We have a dedicated page on the Letterkenny um, Chamber website. Everything's listed there. Um, but no, interest has been good, but it's always a wee bit slow to start. So um, we urge everybody to kind of get on and have a little look and see what, what categories would be suitable for them to enter. Christine, you mentioned being in partnership with Hayden Radio and teaming up with Airgrid. How important is it to have the backing of a national company and a local media organisation with regards to this sort of thing? Yeah, so it's really important and it's great to have um, Airgrid being our main sponsors this year. It's brilliant to have a national company. It kind of just elevates the awards a little bit more. And to have Highland Radio as a a media partner is brilliant this year. Um, You know, they've been very supportive. We've been on talking about the awards. They've been sharing all their social media posts and, you know, we're talking today about them. So it really just elevates the awards and helps us to do more than what we could probably do by ourselves as a chamber on our own. So it's brilliant to have that support. Because of the pandemic in 2020, there was no ceremony. Last year, there was a virtual ceremony. So this will be the first year in three years that there will be an actual ceremony, Christine. Yeah, so the Gala Ball will be in November. It's Friday the 11th of November and we are having it in the Mount Aragal this year. So it's, I suppose it's a massive celebration and it's a great night out for people and it's a great way to celebrate local businesses and like to have that celebration with your employees, with your family. So it's usually a big hoolie and a great night's crack and, you know, the awards are, we go through all the categories on the night and everyone gets their awards. Um, and, you know, it's a great way of raising the profile of your business as well. Last year we did, um, I suppose, a quieter awards. We, we paired it back. Some of them were quite, um, COVID focused, I suppose. Um, and we had that out in the LYIT at the time, ATU now. Uh, and it was a lovely success, a lovely award ceremony and, and everybody really enjoyed it. But it's brilliant this year that we can get back out there and have the big hoolie, the big party and, and a massive celebration. So we're really looking forward to it. How important is it that, that businesses take the time out to, to celebrate their achievement and celebrate their, their success? 
So, look, I think it's really important and it's it's a great thing to have and it's a massive celebration of, of businesses, local businesses and, and a great way to learn more about businesses as well. I suppose the last awards I was at was back in 2018 and there was loads of businesses that had entered that I either hadn't heard of or I just didn't really know what they did. So, massive um, way to, to raise your profile and tell people what you're doing. There's a bit of networking goes on in the night as well, um, you know, so a bit of business is done on the night. But it's just a celebration about what we do that, that's good up here, what we're great at and, and our local businesses. So it's, it's really good to have that. Christine, can you talk to me a, a wee bit about the award categories? Yeah, so I think we have 14 of them all together um, and each award category has a separate spen- sponsor. And on that note, you know, year on year, we, we get a lot of the same sponsors that come back and they, they want to, to sponsor the categories and, you know, they can see the benefits of the award ceremony and of celebrating businesses. So a massive thank you to all of our sponsors. Um, and, and it's great to have them back again this year. So the first one is business excellence and that's all around innovation and business development. So it's not just about size or, or sales. Um, you know, you might have a, a good managerial process or a business development plan. So, that's sponsored by the Bank of Ireland. Um, we have Sustainable Superstars sponsored by Airgrid. Um, sometimes when we think about sustainable, we think about green and clean and, and, and less waste, but it's all around sustainable development goals. So it's not just about climate change or green credentials. It's about you know how businesses benefit our future, enhance our towns and our cities and our community and industries. Um, the next one then we have is excellence in marketing, digital or social media, and that is sponsored by Champions Travel, who I think they might have won that award um, a couple of years ago. And that's, I suppose that one's probably the most self-explanatory. It's how businesses embrace uh, marketing, digital marketing, social media, what they do differently to everybody else and, and how they can stand out in their marketing strategy. The next one is um, Best Community Health and Wellbeing Initiative. So helping people live healthier lives and that is sponsored by Optum. And that's a recognition for initiatives or projects that promote health and well-being. So initiatives that impact the health or well-being of employees or the wider community. And that can be a one-off initiative or it can be something that is ongoing. And that, that's open to like different types of businesses and community groups. Um, the next one is the Letterkenny Retailer of the Year. So that's specifically for Letterkenny businesses. And that's, you know, all retail. You can be any size, any sector. Just what it is that you do that's, that makes you stand out from your competition, that gives you that kind of competitive edge. The next one, oh, that's sponsored by Dylan's Hotel, the Retailer of the Year. The next one we have is the Ganola Gaelica. Make a hash of, of that, my Gaelica wouldn't be mighty. Um, and that's business through Ayers, sponsored by Lena Electric Cannon. So that's for Electric Cannon based businesses as well. And that would recognise people that use um, Irish language at the forefront of their business. So we have a massive Gale Talk community in and around Letterkenny and it's brilliant to see more more businesses using that and that can be through their signage or, or even their cupola focal when people come in. Uh, the next one is Best Emerging Business and that's sponsored by AIB. So I suppose that one is for um, businesses that have started in the last three years. So it's to recognise excellence in early stage businesses um, and the judges kind of look for progression plans, ambition for future growth in that one. Then we have the Best Tourism Initiative and that is sponsored by Donegal Airport. 
So that's for um, an outstanding attraction or initiative that draws visitors to the area and enhances the profile of Donegal. So what judges kind of look for there is um, sustainability, creativity and growth. And then we have excellence and innovation and creative thinking sponsored by the CoLab. So that's all types of businesses with innovative products or processes. Um, in many cases, the businesses that will be based around technology platforms or businesses that use technology to improve their efficiency or effectiveness. But it's, it's anything really that you have done that is different to everybody else. Something kind of ahead of the game in your field, I suppose. Um, Investing in people is the category sponsored by Donegal ETB and there's loads of companies and businesses that do really well at this. So a business that consistently invests in training and developing their, their staff. So if they have clear uh, progression plans or whether they send their employees on on courses, um, that's, a, that's an important one. So... Um, that is sponsored by the Donegal ATB, as I mentioned. The Customer Engagement Award is sponsored by the FM Services Group. And that's it's kind of is what it says on the tin. It's a business that's focused around customers and that you commit to high levels of service. But it's how you measure that, I suppose. You know, like every business has their, their customer or should have their customer at the forefront of their mind. But it's, it's what you do differently or how you measure it and, and how you bring it into your, your overall kind of mission and vision for your business. The next one is Accessibility, Diversity and Inclusion Award sponsored by the Permanent TSB. So that's for businesses that foster a culture of accessibility and diversity. It can include internal or external policies and it includes organisations that engage in activities in the community um, that offer professional development or that have a clear understanding of the inclusion of, of people from diverse backgrounds, cultures and experiences. Our last two are kind of our, 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 our special ones, I suppose. And uh, th- that kind of is a nomination uh, process. It's not an application form like the rest of them. Uh, the first is the, the Business Person of the Year, and that's sponsored by the Donegal County Council. Council. So that's kind of a, a real prestigious one. Um, and it's somebody that's demonstrated exceptional success, whether you know it's been over a number of years or, or maybe they've had like just a stellar year. But it's a, it's a real special one, um, and we're looking for nominations on that. Uh, the Hall of Fame is the last one that's the, the last award of the night. And that's for a person or a business that, um, you know, you recognize their contribution to the business community of Letterkenny. Um, somebody that has, has worked or, or had business in, in Letterkenny for, for years and years. And I suppose it's not just about their own business, but what they've done for, for the local community as well. And the, those last two awards, they're, they're real special ones. And, and we'd love to see a few nominations for those as well. And that is our list of 14, Kieran. <laughs> A lot of categories, Christine, and it's a real mixed bag, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. And every year we kind of think, you know, can we cut down on some categories or should we cut down on some? But they change kind of every few years. You might have something different. The Sustainable Superstar, I think, is is a relatively new one. The Retailer of the Year, you couldn't get rid of that. Like Letterkenny is a massive retail town. This year we have the Business Through Irish, which is a new one. So they do change. Um, but with the 14, there's loads there. Like, And if, if, if you sit and, and look through the the categories and kind of look at your own business, or, or if you're an employee in a business and you think, do you know what, we're great at this, we're brilliant at this. Like, y- You don't have to own the business to, to apply or to nominate. If you're an employee, go ahead, do it. Or if you're a customer of a business or if you've had a really good 
good experience in a business, you know, talk to the business, talk to their employees and, and mention, you know, have you thought of, of entering this? And it's, it's great. Like it's a, it is a brilliant night out for, for everybody. And it's a real celebration of your business. And it's brilliant to be shortlisted and, and winning is, is the icing on the cake, I suppose. So no, something for everybody, I think, Karen. Christine, you're into the second half of your term as president of the Kennedy Chamber of Commerce. How have the first seven months gone for you? I'm exhausted, Kieran. <laughs> it's gone great, uh, to be honest. It's it's been a busy year, and I suppose when you're coming in today, I was looking back on everything that we've done. You know, sometimes you think. God, what have we done or have we done enough? And then when you start picking through it and, and seeing all the all the different initiatives that, that you've worked on or the projects that you've worked on, it's been a really busy year. And I suppose it's the, the first year that, that we've been COVID free so far in terms of the world being opened up again. I know Jimmy last, or Michael last year had a, an end-to-end COVID year and Jimmy the year before, I think he had three months of normality before COVID hit. So... It's been a really, really busy year and the board has been exceptionally busy and like I look back at all these things that we've done throughout the year and I really can't take credit for any of them. It's, it's a real team effort, you know, and, and we work really well together. So it's been busy. I thought that it would be, you know, I kind of thought when I was taking it on, I might have another COVID year. I could sit in my office. We'd do all the Zoom meetings. We'd do all the phone calls and it would be very manageable. But then, boom, the world opens up. Tell me, is the role what you expected, Christine, or is it completely different? It's, do you know what? I don't think you could, you could kind of um, know what to expect until you're in it. And I think every president probably puts their own spin on things or, or does things their own way. And, and there's the whole type different personalities and whatnot as well. So it wasn't what I expected. I expected a full on COVID year. I thought COVID was never going away. Um, but it's great that, that we're opened up and we're back out and the start of the year was just incredibly busy um, you know I think places opened up again the it was the end of January early February and then our first big event was our St. Patrick's Day Parade so we organised that in about four weeks and that took mammoth effort but no it's it's it is and it isn't what I expected um, I'm probably enjoying it more than I thought I would it's not a role that, that would be very natural for me. It's not something that I would really put myself forward for. But, you know, but having the support of the board there has made it a lot easier. And the past presidents have been have been really good to me. Um, you know, if ever there is something that comes up that I'm, I'm not really sure how to handle or what to do, there's always someone at the end of the phone that can, can help you out. Or, you know, you get another opinion from someone else and work it out from there. So, no, it's been great. I'm enjoying it. Uh, you mentioned how busy the year was. Is there a point for you to date? Well, there's there's loads, Kieran. Um, I suppose whenever we met last, you probably asked me what was, you know, what were your goals for the year, and they were based around you know, what we normally do: membership and events, and you know, our lobbying piece and and strategic relationships. So the, there's been loads in that, like um, our events this year, and probably because it's the first year out of COVID, um, our Paddy's Day Parade was probably one of the biggest that we've had in in many years. Um, the businesses really got behind that. We had loads of sponsorships that came in, so we were able to host a really, really good event. We brought a bit of music into it this year. Um, you know, we're just trying to do something different. We always think on St. Patrick's Day, can we do, can we do something different? Is the parade overplayed? Like, should we, should we keep doing it or should we change it up a little bit? And I think this year we had a mix of like a musical celebration along with the parade. And like, we'd love to see that evolve year on year and make it bigger and better. 
We've just come off the back of the Busking Festival, which was a huge success. We had, I think we had between 30 and 40 acts come out, all different ages, all different music genres, you know, bands, soloists, young, old. It was, it was brilliant and it was like, you know, I was up and down the street getting photos with all of these acts. So I got to hear every single one of them and the talent was unreal and a, a real festival feel to have been allowed to close part of the street was great. Significant was that and making it a success? So I suppose when you have the street closed, it gives it more of a festival feel. It definitely does. It's a tricky one because um, we have we have traffic problems in Letterkenny. You know, certain parts are hard to get around. If one street's closed, the place jams up. So you're constantly trying to get that balance right. Um, you know, retailers, they have to make their money and, and everything else. But it brings people onto the street. And there's a lot of people that I met on Saturday that said that they hadn't been up the street in a long time. And it was great for them to come up. And it's brilliant to bring people up. And like I think it, it's you know lovely to have these events on the main street. And I would hate to see them go anywhere else. So can it's a balance. We, can we see maybe more of those events being, being held in the future? We'd love been- to have more. We definitely would. And if we're not hosting them, we support them. So we supported the Donegal Fla this year through Shop LK. We supported the Blues and Roots Festival. We have Halloween Fest coming up now so that's usually a really exciting day for families they all get out and we do a bit of a parade on the street so that'll be in October time and then Christmas we will have our Christmas light switch on at the end of November we're doing a little upgrade at the minute we're trying to do a little upgrade of some Christmas lights so that'll be another big event so we try and, and, and sprinkle them throughout the year they take a lot of effort and, and a lot of money and I suppose what we like to see then when, when we go to the bother of, of putting on the events we love to see them supported so I think on Saturday it was brilliant to see so many people out and about the weather helped us and you know even in the rain we kind of just think oh please people just come out and, and support us you know we've, we've done all this work we want to grow these events we want to make them more regular so I think that's a really important piece our local businesses support us through sponsorship and you know the the public get out and get out behind them and embrace things that are going on in their town christine we're at the height of the tourist season how has business been in letterkenny over the summer months yeah so um we've had a a really good summer in letterkenny and in donegal um accommodation has been booked up restaurants are busy I know people, uh, hotels, hospitality industry are struggling with costs at the minute, Kieran. It's a real thing. Costs are rising. Inflation is being felt and is being passed on and will have to be passed on to the end user. Um, but we're having a, a, re- a really good summer. You know, I was out on the street on Tuesday. I came into work and it was another one, a day that came out of nowhere. The sun was shining and the street was bustling. There was people from all over had come to, to visit. And uh, it's great then whenever our, our tourism industry put on different attractions and they, they, they bundle things together. We actually had an event, Kieran, at the start of the year. It was one of our Into the Northwest events and it was on tourism and hospitality. And we had um, Joan from Falch, Ireland and Miriam Kennedy, the head of the Wild Atlantic Way. We had Paul Dever from the Sandhouse Hotel. We had Chris Malloy from the Lemon Tree, actually, as well. Did a lovely segment at the start. And Nicola Dunyon from ATU in Kelly Beggs. So it was a lovely event that we had in the Lemon Tree. And we got to hear, you know, from the hospitality sector and from all different tourism initiatives. Sometimes we think of tourism when we think hotels and restaurants. But it was all different tourism initiatives and 
you know, there's so many water sports and, you know, parks and, and different bits and pieces around Donegal. Um, but it was brilliant to get everybody together in the same room and have that event. And, you know, we all got fed by the lemon tree as well, which was excellent. But I suppose as the chamber, that's what that's how we like to support our local businesses is to bring different sectors together so that they can learn from each other. They can partner. There's a lot of networking goes on. Um, and, and, that, and that's how we like to support our hospitality and tourism events. So we're hoping to do another one of those next year as well. But definitely Donegal is bustling and busy and, you know, bring it on and keep them coming. And it's brilliant that we have the Carrickfin Airport. You know, they have the flight from Dublin to Donegal. You have Derry Airport on our doorstep as well. Like, you know, I know accessible ways and, and infrastructure were not mighty, but there, there's a lot on offer up here. And I think we're really good at, at marketing it and showing it. And we have returned customers year on year. So hopefully we can only get bigger and better in that regard. And finally, Christine, just moving back to the awards, for those who are intending to nominate a business or a business person and still haven't done so for this year's awards, what do they need to do? So you need to go to our website. It's letterkennychamber.com and we have a dedicated business awards page there. So click on that. You can click on each individual award. There's an application form there and it's just important to note that that application form is used to shortlist people. So put as much information as you can on that and, and try and use measurable results and things like that but it's quite simple and quite straightforward and I'm sure there's somebody in your organisation that you could appoint to do it if you don't want to do it yourself um, but no definitely we, we welcome uh, entries and we look forward to learning more about our businesses that are on our doorstep Christine Reynolds President of the Rikini Chamber of Commerce thanks for taking the time to talk to us on Business Matters thanks Kieran. well that's it for this edition of Business Matters thanks to my guests Carmen Monroe and Christine Reynolds Thanks to Kenneth Wilson on sound and thanks to you for listening. If you'd like to get in touch with the programme, drop an email to businessmatters at highlandradio.com. Business Matters, in association with the Faculty of Business at ATU Donegal. The part-time Level 8 Honours degree in business is delivered through a mix of online and face-to-face lectures. Email execedbusiness at lyit.ie. That's E-X-E-C-E-D business at lyit.ie or call 9186206.